0: Hey y'all, it's Jonna. This week's episode is a really fun one. We are celebrating International Women's Day slash week and uh, we have a very special guest that I adore. She is hilarious. She is southern and sweet and sassy all wrapped into one. Um, She is Christina Starnes of Ruby Ray Designs. I have her earrings. I love them. I love her mission just to Beautify the world, and she is a woman's woman. She is a girl's girl. She um, there's just so much fun about her. We talk a lot about earrings and her business, but we talk about so much more um, that I think that everyone will benefit from so i think she'll challenge you and um you're gonna leave loving her and make sure you go follow her at ruby ray and that's ray with an e uh designs over on instagram so you are not missing out but um we just appreciate you guys so much thank you so much for the awesome um, and super kind messages about last week or two weeks ago now that we're every other week uh, episode with Laura um, and Anaya's homecoming we just we love you guys and your support has just been instrumental um, and so much good so I hope you enjoyed this episode I know you're gonna love Christina just like we do.
1: Hey Donna.
0: Hey Laura. How are you? <laughs> I mean, I'm mm-hmm. good. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave town today. And you and I were on FaceTime earlier and I got frustrated about something and I went to march into the office to complain. And as you know, I opened the door and then immediately shut it because I was like, he's wearing a blazer and he's on Zoom with like a university giving a speech. <laughs> now doesn't feel like the time to complain. About something stupid pause
2: pause yeah yeah I'll hold that
0: which is also the good lord's intervention
2: so he's yes. like John
0: take a breath But is oh, that um,
2: he will he'll always give you a way out yeah he gave me a way out he gave Will a way out I think is what it was he's like he doesn't need this right now
0: oh, oh gosh. my gosh yeah
2: that is so funny well, but it's yeah. almost spring break. I, we did the you know, down this morning at the at the breakfast table. We were like, three yeah. more days, guys. You can do it. Yeah.
0: I'm, I know. It's always interesting. Like, you and I have the same spring break. But, like, Dallas has a different spring break. Like, it's mm-hmm. so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We, uh, well, yeah. this,
2: let me just be clear. Mississippi State does not have a spring break. Um, oh, not at all. Boys, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. They're just going straight through. We are. We are. Um, but we'll be finished, I think, the last day of class is April 19th. So, I mean, that's nice. That
0: doesn't feel bad. No. I I think I would almost take that over spring break. <laughs> Although, I feel a... like I was gonna say I feel like for people though
2: that have little kids, like that's too much time. It is. Well, and it's hard because you know if you're if you teach or you have family like people students whose younger siblings have spring break and their their yeah. family wants <laughs> to be like, vacation. <laughs> i know yeah i mean yeah. so thankfully um thank you lord that uh i am all virtual so yeah i can y'all do it y'all I can work from the beach, from
0: the beach next week <laughs> yeah that's gonna be real nice
2: that's real nice i know,
0: I know we're excited yeah. we're
2: headed to uh, gulf shores fort morgan area uh the nashville waltons are coming down my nephew is playing some baseball so we're gonna go over and spend a little time with them and um So I'm looking forward to that. And I think, I think the weather is supposed to be like, actually, where we're going to be able to enjoy, maybe not in the water, but at least be able to get out on the beach and enjoy a little time. I like
0: like the spring break weather at the beach because it's like, you're not, you know, sweating so much that it looks Mm -hmm. like you were just in the water. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it's always, that's always a,
2: a win. I know. Where are y'all, uh, what about a, y'all? You're headed to cold weather.
0: <clears throat> yes, we are taking our COVID tests tomorrow. Um, and then um, I have been vaccinated due to like health issues. Um, and I know that's controversial for some people, but mm-hmm. at this point, my whole thought is
2: everybody, let everybody do what's best for them. So right, well, um, we, we um, go not next week, but the next week for our second dose. So yeah, get it. Did, and I know we did that,
0: it? and I know that being vaccine, vac- vaccine, uh, mm-hmm. vaccinated doesn't make you immune to it or anything like that. Sure. So we will still be super cautious and careful, but we uh, had talked to Williams school, school counselor um, mm-hmm. and just kind of about graduation plans, which that makes me want to go like sit mm-hmm. on the toilet um and so it is oh but anyways so he is still obviously he still has his whole junior year and senior year so it's definitely early but he's mm-hmm. pretty convinced that he wants to go to school in the northeast mm-hmm. so we've talked to a lot of people and just even will's experience because i mean i literally went five miles down the road um right but it's you might think something, but it could all change. And so, mm-hmm. he I mean, we love New York as a family. But he, I don't think he necessarily wants to go to school in Manhattan, but we're going to go <laughs> to Boston. So we're going to fly to Boston, stay there for like four days um, and really tour because that's where we're going to get the biggest bang for our buck, like with visiting mm-hmm. schools. And then we'll drive to New York. We're only going to be there two days. We're going to see Will's cousin, um, which I'm super excited about. He's one of my favorite people. And then go from there. Uh, to Philadelphia where we'll spend the rest of the week which will be I think like three or four days um, awesome. and visit like Temple and Penn and stuff like that he I mean who knows where he'll end up it's such a competitive field mm-hmm. and stuff um, he's pretty sure he wants to do something in psychiatry and mental mm-hmm. health uh, with the also a twist on social justice so he is definitely my oh, child wow. mm-hmm. he's big into like mental health reform, social justice reform. Like he's very passionate about all of that. So mm-hmm. um, I, and I just love it. So we're going to do that as a family. And we've told them we're like, this is just like a scouting trip. And also because your mom's wanted to go to Boston trip. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like, you know, so it'll be fun. I mean, you know, good Lord willing and COVID don't rise. We can, mm-hmm. we'll make it. I think I have such PTSD from last year. Last year we were supposed to go mm-hmm. on a cruise, which thank God got canceled in the long run, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's a little, um, mm, like I, I, I have a hard time allowing myself to get really excited about stuff. And this is something <laughs> I've struggled with for a while because I, of the fear of let down.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's all going to come crashing down and they're going to cancel yes. the world
0: again. Yeah.
2: To where will Definitely.
0: is like, it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited, you know. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, what about? And he's like, well, we'll cross that road when we get there. And I'm like, I need to cross it right now because I need to, like, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know if being our, us being friends with Jennifer Jensen has caused me to adopt some sixness in the enneagram, <laughs> but I do go a little dark. <laughs> so I think
2: the I think the whole last year has caused us all to adopt a little sixness in some ways, this like is you said. It's interesting.
0: Just, Will um has a leadership team that he works with, um, with his uh employees slash co-workers. Um Mm -hmm. and he they had taken the Enneagram like a year and a half ago before COVID ever hit. Mm -hmm. And he was talking to him and he and I were talking about it. A lot of them, not a lot, several, their numbers Mm -hmm. have changed over the years. Uh, I'm sure. And I can see yeah, and he said, like going from like a three to a one, a two to a three, a three Mm -hmm. to you know. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I get that. And I told him, I was like, I think Laura, thinks her numbers changed some too.
2: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, it's I, definitely do. I do. I do. So. Um, Which I don't know. I haven't taken the test again, but I do feel like my, yeah. my three tendencies are, have been stronger than my two. I think I've mine was pushing out your two. Yeah. I think mine was, uh that they call the compassion fatigue or whatever from the years yeah. in ministry and um missions I can only and, imagine. Um and I think too even the adoption weight
0: could they be had to just wait <laughs> Yeah what?
2: what what's that, <laughs> just that the way changed <laughs> yeah, the adoption it process. Yeah yeah so, which speaking of we have a, yes. a guest today but this is a great time to tell y'all that what's coming in a couple of weeks is that um, you know, last episode we talked about how things have looked for our family and um... which hard
0: pause, I, mm-hmm. we've gotten some of the nicest messages, whether they were in our personal DMS or, mm-hmm. you know, all things, good DM, or just even mm-hmm. text messages of people that appreciated your honesty I and will. appreciated your vulnerability. And yeah. I think that tells me how much that is needed in that space and just mm-hmm. all, honestly
2: in all of life, but mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, I just, I, and that is something, like I said in the episode, like I, I've really, I've really fought for that in a, in a intentionally fought for that, um, in the whole process that it's, um, cause I do think, you know, there's, there's a lot of romance and, um, rainbows and unicorns and that kind of stuff. And it, adoption is hard. I don't care if you do domestic, international, if your international takes, it takes two years or 18 months or a year or your, your international takes seven years mm-hmm. or whatever it is <clears throat> it is hard and people yes. need to know that like people need to to um not only know that for for their own informedness about if they are considering the process but also about how to love on people who are in the process yeah. or walking through that process Amen. too so um and we had honestly
0: some- <clears throat> I had preconceived ideas even though I was aware because Especially if you're in like the noonday collection community, for instance, adoption mm-hmm. is pretty like, I mean, that's like in your everyday vocabulary. Yeah. Um, And so I think, but, and even seeing the hard side of it and the raw and real side of it, but you think that you, as a bystander, you think that you're like, okay, like my eyes are pretty open, but I think mm-hmm. walking by you, one of my very best friends and seeing mm-hmm. how it's, I mean, it's beautiful and heartbreaking <laughs> and bitter and sweet so, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's opened my eyes even more like seeing Mm -hmm. it from like a very like sideline view
1: as opposed to maybe
0: just
2: like in the crowd. So So. in an effort to continue that, Jeff and I are going to have a conversation about the vulnerability train keeps going. I know know from, um, from the dad perspective. So if you are considering and we'll, we'll, um, Talk about his hesitancy in the beginning um, because honestly, I tell people often that I outbraid him on that decision for our family yeah. um, because he told me very early in our marriage, not no, but heck no to adoption or fostering. Yeah. And um, it was, I guess, 10, 12 years later that he finally mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. felt, and and I'll have, I'm not going to steal his, his thing, but Thunder. he'll talk about what finally. Um, some of the things that finally led him to feel like God was calling him to that same space. So um, yeah. it's really, he shared in a sermon recently and I literally sat in the, in my pew and cried because um, it was just so powerful just to hear how God had worked in his heart. So hopefully yeah. y'all will enjoy that. And um, again, be a reference for anybody who's maybe like me, still trying mm-hmm. to can, pull their husband into that space for years. Well,
0: what you honestly hear, and it's like, he will bring your hearts together and mm-hmm. if if he doesn't then it's still not time and it might mm-hmm. be that he brings your heart you know to your husband's side you mm-hmm. know whatever that looks like so
2: mm-hmm. um, yeah for I would sure. say I mean when you say you really need to be on the same page about adoption uh, I, mean, I would 100% yeah. because it I will I will say It has brought out some some ugliness (laughs) in our relationship um, over the last few weeks. Just frustration and fatigue, and um, and just overwhelm overwhelmedness that um, we have have not felt. Well, it doesn't
0: matter how excited you are, because I mean, this Mm -hmm. is something you you personally have prayed about for Mm -hmm. so many years, and Mm -hmm. then together you've prayed, and your boys have prayed. But there's still a sense of mourning what Mm -hmm. was, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's that way. I mean, I remember putting William to bed the night before I was going to the hospital to have a C-section for Anna and sobbing. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I was so incredibly excited about, Mm -hmm. you know, giving birth to Anna um, but just sobbing because it's mm-hmm. just like, this was such a sweet time that yes, I wanted to expand and grow, but like, mm-hmm. I'm going to miss this and there, mm-hmm. and you do miss it. And it's For like, sure. what I, w- I would give my, I mean, Anna is my other half. She's my like left appendage, but mm-hmm. it's, you do,
2: you, you do miss, you know, what was. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then and I think, you're, you're watching your kid, you know, watching the boys, Walk through hard things too is always hard, whether it's adoption, and watching or their roles, friends, change. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And watching, um, I think it's been especially hard for Eli, and we'll we'll talk more about that. But, um, with which well, <coughs> has changed too. the most? Yeah,
0: for I think sure. Eli's because I mean, Riley's still the big brother. Yes, he has he a is. sister now and stuff, but he's mm-hmm. still the big brother and he's yeah. older and has a little more set schedule and mm-hmm. has a little more independence. To where Eli sure. is, he's um, he he loves his mama and so
2: he <laughs> he's been, such it's a a butt of a mom as well and it, and but I, I do think it's and we'll we'll get into some of the the parenting with um with the boys too but just being intentional with them has been very helpful like trying to keep mm-hmm. you know I am largely the one who takes Eli to baseball and trying to continue that as much as mm-hmm. possible um so that he doesn't feel like his world has. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Has completely, yeah, completely. I mean, it has, yeah. but, um, but just trying to give that some, some sense of normalcy, sense but of anyway, normalcy. so that's, what's coming down the road for the next episode, but today's episode, super I'm excited. excited. Um, we have our friend, Christina Starnes with us. Uh, Christina is the We'll let her describe the, the different roles within Ruby Ray okay. Designs, but she is the designer. Um, co founder, yeah, <laughs> co founder of Ruby Ray Designs. And if you are not following her on Instagram, you need to just pause this and go to Instagram and follow Ruby Ray, it's R U B Y R A Y E Designs um, on Instagram because not only is she funny and delightful, um, she is a very talented um, artisan with what she's doing, yeah. and so um, we are. Are really looking forward to getting to know her more she she might have an accent <laughs> she might make us sound like we're from Minnesota
0: <laughs> that's what I'm really excited about
2: <laughs> so, I know she's um I love listening to her talk, so we might um, need to add subtitles
0: for for our <laughs> northern friends for this episode because also something you should know uh Whenever people from the south maybe the, they they get together, their accents get thicker. So,
2: <laughs> so yeah I, we all might need subtitles as we go into <laughs> yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. that is so true. I feel like I, my accent is thick, obviously, um, but when I go to Arkansas, it does change. It goes back oh, to some same. long I. Oh my gosh, my yeah. night. I talk night to my, and oh, night. Yeah, not, it's my, mm-hmm. But, but look, funny story. Friend, yeah. Funny story about that in Anaya. <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh yes. Oh, this is this is funny. This is really funny. Is this at Sonic or wherever you are? No. Oh, well, that, I oh. will tell that story too. But yeah. she um she <laughs> she was doing a little exercise in one of her books yesterday at the tennis court, and it was a piece of pie. And she said oh, no. pizza. And I was like, no, baby, that's pie. And my friend Suzanne was standing next to She goes, uh-huh. pie and in- That is exactly how Anaya said it. And "Ah." And I was like, I need you to record that. I need you to record it. Yes. Yes. Thank Um, you. Yeah. She, she may have a Southern Indian accent. I so, like it. Right. I'm and a not, fan of not it. Not Southern India, but Southern US <laughs> India. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Southern <laughs> as in monogram
2: and hair bows and India. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's oh, right. She loves the oh, hair But anyway, but yeah. speaking of Southern, let's jump in to our conversation yeah. with Christina. Okay. We are so excited, so excited to have our friend hey. Christina with us today, who we um, are just getting our geographical bearings, it lives in a nearby adjacent <laughs> suburb, as J- Jamie Weaver would say, suburb, suburb, of suburb of Charlotte, yeah. North Carolina, yeah, suburb <laughs> so of a suburb, a suburb, yeah, <laughs> that sounds like something like where I lived in Noxipater, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like a suburb uh, twice removed, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so welcome christina
1: thank you so much i'm so excited
2: we to
0: told you, you we told y'all she'd be southern we told you yeah.
2: <laughs> she probably will say bless your heart at some point in this she episode. said <laughs> for those that are following along from the north she said thank you so
0: much <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm the translator <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that let's talk. Crazy. Let's talk about your accent. Do people <laughs> notice your accent at all? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, y'all know me Y'all know Tesney. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. yes, love her. She mm-hmm. came to me one day on Instagram, and she's like, "Well, I knew that you were Southern, but I don't know if I knew that you talk like me."
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Tesney lives in Tuscaloosa. For those uh-huh. of you that, and she, and she's Southern. She's Southern. Yes. It's amazing when Southern people notice southern people's accents you know it's Uh thick it is Uh thick Uh and like we said
2: ours will probably get thicker as we get Uh (laughs) as we get throughout this episode (laughs) yeah 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 well tell us a little about you about your family about what life looks like for y'all in North Carolina let's start with that um
1: so we both live about seven miles from each one of our parents okay really fun I'm not going to tell my daughter's teacher about this episode because she is married to somebody that I used to date. So that, that's all you need to know about small town living. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a reason I don't live in Tuscaloosa.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny.
0: I mean, I don't need that kind of negativity uh, in my life. <laughs>
1: It's super fun, you know. What she's really nice, and he was really yeah. nice. I don't have anything that's good about him, but small town life, yes, um, yeah. It's really nice to live near our parents. Um, I've yeah. been married for almost 15 years in year one and year seven. I would have just assumed killed him as look at him. Um, but I'm glad <laughs> that we stayed together because he's the
2: best. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Cause I mean, so did y'all, did y'all date in high school or no? Oh
1: my gosh. No, we got married as children. I did not know yes. him in high school. I was 20 years old. He was was 20, oh 20 when I got
0: married, but I was with child like Mary, but not, <laughs> but different, but different.
1: We had, dated, we had dated for a sum total of 14 months when we walked down the
0: aisle. Wow. Yes. So when you say sum total, I assume there were some breakups and some stops and pauses in there.
1: no no okay just I mean I think we had dated for three or four months when we got engaged and then it was oh okay okay before we got married yeah okay
2: wow
1: Um, yeah yeah and 15 years later like I would still choose him Aw, that's
2: that's sweet when is your anniversary
1: when did y'all get married August 12th
0: okay oh Anna's birthday is August 11th. Good month.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: It's hot. hot. Yeah. It's hot. Yeah. Did y'all do, did y'all do an outside wedding?
1: We got married on the beach. Okay. okay. There's a picture, a picture exists of me with a guy in cutoff shorts and a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. He was fishing like on it. the beach during our wedding.
2: Mm. I feel like you might've gotten <laughs> okay. married at Floribama. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Is the toss happening behind you. you a beach, so <laughs>
0: heard, Okay, okay. You got married on the East Coast, Florida, Bama. Yeah. Yeah. as opposed to the Gulf Coast.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so, and y'all have a daughter um, who is a big part of your design that we'll talk about a little bit later, but you have a daughter. Um, and you're also, this was very interesting to me. So I want to I dig a little deeper here. You're a guardian ad litem in north carolina yeah so explain what that is and what that means i know you can't go into a whole lot of details because as the name suggests there's some legal implications (laughs) and listen
0: we're not trying to get involved in that (laughs) on the on the record at least Yeah.
1: so a guardian ad litem is a child's advocate in court um children who are taken into foster care need someone i always say DSS, which is the Department of Social Services, I think some in some places it's called CPS. Mm-hmm. Um, d- yeah, DSS has an attorney in court, and um, I am represented by an attorney who represents the program in court, but there's nobody who's really there to speak for the child's wishes. Um, mm-hmm. And oftentimes, the child wants to be with their parent, regardless of whether or not that's What's best. what's best and so my job is to go in and say this is what's happening um and then this is what the child wants until they're mm-hmm. old enough to speak to the judge themselves which I think in North Carolina is at 12 years old.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so does that involve yeah. you like getting to kn- I mean like do you get to s- I'm assuming you spend time with those kids and you get to know them and that hurts my heart like
1: yeah yeah um so you what you're doing a, is brave. It is
2: like, yes. And it, it hurts my heart. Like just the emotional, like I'm tearing up just thinking it's like the emotional attachment that you must feel going through that process with these kids.
1: There have been, I've only had one case because it's, it has been ongoing for um, a period of time and there are a lot of moving parts. And so I don't have multiple cases, but some GALs have multiple cases. So yeah. I just have the one. And yes, like you get really attached to the kids and even the extended family and the parents. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it has taken me down. <laughs> so
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and something I learned um, a few years ago, uh, I have a, a dear friend who lives, I think on the other side of North Carolina from you, that she was a foster parent and I, I was, in some ways astounded in some ways encouraged by how hard the state of North Carolina seems to push for kids to go back to their birth parents um and just that it felt like a more holistic approach to like they really want you to um as a foster parent they really want you to like connect with the family like the birth. Family and like be a part of their lives. They view it more as like a mentoring for the whole family and trying to pour into them, which again hurts my heart because that is, I mean, in some situations, like you said, like it's as, as much as that hurts. Maybe you it's to not that, best. Like, yes, yeah. yeah, like it's not a safe. Or healthy environment for those kids, but I I was very impressed with that because I don't feel like all states have that mindset about foster care at all. Um,
1: right. Um, it is it is really hard sometimes, um, and they also push like putting children with next of kin, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, I think I think a lot of people have this perception that children are in foster care because they've been horrifically abused and Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. sometimes that is the case Mm -hmm. um but I have not met a garbage parent I have met broken parents I've met parents who had their own childhood trauma and no one to step in and speak for what was best for them and I think those parents go on to have their own children and think well, I'm not going to do that to my kids, but they don't have any realistic idea of how not to do that to their kids because they didn't have any, um, example of what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a cycle and you get like, um, you're cheering for the parents to get their act together. Right. Um, a lot of times because children are taken into foster care as a result of addiction, it's not, mm-hmm sadistic abuse right um, mm-hmm. and that's just so sad because one of the things that their parents are told <laughs> you got to get clean and you got to go to therapy well you probably took up using drugs as a result of some childhood trauma and now they're saying because you, you needed need therapy drugs. to begin with
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes.
1: you yeah, yeah. and you got to talk about this thing that you've been using substances to try to escape from
0: it's yeah. So, so good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Listen. Exactly. I mean, how often, I mean, and we all, you know, are fortunate with the parents that we grew up with, but I mean, still, I mean, and my mom would say the same thing. You're still you still try to do things different, you know, but you end up still doing the same thing in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, even if you're like, Oh, I'm gonna do this different, so you add that with like you put that in a you know, volcano and let it erupt. But <laughs> So here we have Casas is what they're called. And I have gone online to set up the process uh, probably 36 times. Um, we, y'all both know Judy McGuire. She and I were like, okay, let's do it together. And then every time it's like, I get so paralyzed with fear of like being so heartbroken. But so the fact that you choose to step into that mm-hmm. is, what I'm trying to say is you're a better person than me, so just take it <laughs> for what it is. So, <laughs>
2: but yeah. so what does? A lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What yeah. does the process look like, Christina? What did you have to go through to do? That? Is it similar um, to foster? It's not similar to foster care because they don't actually come live with you, right?
1: No, no. And I think um, I'm not. I think that the difference between classes and GALS is the way that they're funded. I think the okay. CASA program is federally so, funded and the GAL program is state funded, um, yeah. which is funny because they don't pay me. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which I, yeah, as a CASA, you don't get paid either, I don't think. And right. so unless uh, you have to travel maybe, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: You're like, yeah, so where's the money going
1: to that to, attorney? It was essentially like <laughs> applying for a job. I had to submit mm-hmm. an application. I had to go in for an interview, submit to a background check. And then oh, I'm six out.
0: Stop it! <laughs> <training program.
1: laughs> it was um, I think it was six weeks, and then you get sworn in by a judge.
2: Oh wow, and dang, that's legit. I
1: trained in the county that I live in, but I hmm. am a GAL in a different
0: county because is that pretty standard? What? Okay, would it? I mean, would you kind of prefer not to be in the county you live in, or?
1: Yes. Part of it was, I mean, that I didn't want to be assigned to children who like go to my kid's school. Yeah. Just-
0: or you grew up with their parents or yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, and then the other part was that there were 70 kids who were unrepresented in that other County. And so they just, oh, they wow. just needed it. and I was like, yeah, I'll do that, sure. Yeah. But yeah, certainly some of it is like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to know the people who, or I don't mm-hmm. want to know somebody who knows them.
0: Well, cause you don't need your idea to be tainted and stuff. Like you really need to be the way that I look at it is everybody's, you know, the parents have someone, the court. Yeah. Like the state has somebody in this, like, you know, the kids, cause do you go and like talk to their doctors and stuff? Cause I think here are the costs, like the cost is go and talk to their teachers, talk to their doctors, talk to their counselors, really like compile this overall, And they're really the liaison, like they're the advocate for the child to where, you know, there's really no one that's for the child, even though the parents love them and stuff, there's no one that speaks on the best interest of the child. And that's where y'all come in. So,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah I love then, that.
1: Um, you know, when school was a thing,
2: I used to go- Oh, with- what? <laughs> hey, I just need to move to Mississippi where, where school is it's still- It's like thinning. nothing ever happened. <laughs>
1: it's fine.
2: Yeah. Like I said, yeah. th- this clock is ticking, y'all. We got to get the stone on my children at our school. <laughs> Oh, mine are in the
0: other room. <laughs> yeah. This is my escape from this is my escape. Please don't let me go. Please don't let me go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Oh, that the You, said. you thing. see, she just, hold on, she just drank her Mountain Dew. That right there. You know, you know what's up. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a real North Carolinian
1: because
0: it's not
2: a sun drop. Yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> that's true. So
1: oh my gosh okay Okay. back to when school was a thing
2: yeah when school was a thing you said
1: when school was a thing I used to like go and have lunch with them um and yeah like you get to know their teachers and the school staff just like you would your own children um but it's a little more delicate because I don't know I mean I feel like I'm not trying to disparage teachers at all. I love teachers. And yeah, if you spent any yeah. time on my Instagram, you know that I love teachers. But yes. I think, you know, kids who are in foster care probably had really chaotic lives before that happened. Yeah. And I'm sure every teacher was like, oh, I know what happens in that kid's house. And so then when yeah. this person who they don't know shows up, it's just a delicate, like, I don't want any attention called to them. And sometimes I've had children who would like tell their friends that I'm a relative. I'm I'm their aunt. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Son.
0: Yeah. Which is sweet and heartbreaking. I mean, to yeah, just to face that level of like shame or embarrassment at that age and or just as mm-hmm. a kid, period. So, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well,
2: uh, like I said, thank you for doing that. For thank you because I, I in the that hard. is definitely, yeah, definitely a sacrifice on your part—not only of time, but just of heart and energy—and um so thank you for being willing to to do that for those kiddos. Uh-huh. Well,
1: <laughs> I think we all have a role to play, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. adopt a child. <laughs>
0: okay. okay, fine. I'll sign up to be a casa. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay You have
0: to do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh gosh, writing it on my list. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I wrote it down
0: yeah.
2: oh my gosh I love yeah. it okay well so you you do something really else really cool too so and that's that is kind of what led us to this conversation was we both love what you're doing with Ruby Ray um, do, Ruby Ray Designs do you want the whole name Ruby Ray no, Designs think- okay <laughs> sorry
1: <laughs> I went yeah, southern it on you
2: right. double name we love what you're doing with Ruby Ray. Ruby we Ray, love <laughs> we love it a lot. Bless your heart. Um, so again, I'm going to say this. I said this in the intro. If you're not following Ruby Ray Designs on Instagram, pause this podcast, yeah. get to Instagram, go follow, check out, scroll, and then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast because we're going to talk a little bit about um, how this got started, which is kind of cool, but also the process. We want to know about that too. So tell us how... Ruby Ray Designs was born?
1: Um, I think I was looking for something, a creative outlet to decompress from Mm -hmm. being a GAL. Mm -hmm. And I also saw a lane for affordable and on-trend earrings. Um, I had bought clay earrings from a couple of other makers, but when I looked around, what I saw was the makers who are really, really artistic, their stuff is beautiful. It's, um, I mean, it's art and Mm -hmm. it takes a really long time for them to make it. And then I saw other makers who were artsy, but not in a fashion way, which
0: sounds bad. And I mean, no, well, but that's like, honestly, that goes back to whenever we were interviewing, um, you know, back to when we did people like, um,
1: yeah, and Mm -hmm.
0: it's like, for it to be sustainable, it needs to be fashion. You know, I mean, it's like the same, you know, we all did Noonday at some point where it's like, you know, I didn't want people to buy stuff just to feel like, you know, they were supporting because guess what? You're never going to buy again. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need a, we don't, it's like, we don't want your charity. I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be real, but so <laughs> anyway, so go ahead. So you saw people that it was like, it wasn't. Yeah
2: maybe you saw you saw a space basically like a niche that you could fit into that and so that that's really cool to be able to like identify that specific little niche that you found
1: well I I I usually tell people that I used to have a personal styling business which makes it sound like it was a lot more fancy and official than it was it turns out that I really only have opinions about my style like I don't care what y'all wear (laughs)
0: Like I said, personal. It was personal styling. So, <laughs> you took that as I was helping your person. I was talking about my person. <laughs> yeah. I was
1: like, it's I quickly realized that other people don't want to necessarily dress like me. They might look at somebody and go, oh, I really admire her style, but their body type is not the same as mine. And I dress yeah. my particular body, and I'm not good at dressing other people's bodies. Um, and so it feels like this is sort of an extension of that, except her earrings always fit.
2: Like, yeah, yes. amen. man. Amen. Earrings and sometimes shoes.
0: I can grow out of some shoes though. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Purses,
1: purses, purses. Fit. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, so that was where it started. But when I got my first supplies, which I ordered on Amazon and I would not recommend that anybody else do that because it was crap clay um my daughter was like oh this looks fun and she's artsy and crafty and um so we started doing it together um her favorite part was making leopard print in the beginning because leopard print was easy and she could Uh like do that all on her own
2: yeah Mm -hmm. i love it and so she's like the co-founder co-ceo of (laughs) group do you let I her do the books
1: the ceo because yeah. she does not do any work now but she's
2: <laughs>
1: we'll so hold we'll hold look at yeah. you CEO.
0: yeah look at you ceo hey man hey man yeah yeah what about uh what is i didn't see what your posted is like she gets some paychecks and buys for like lol dolls she does. <laughs> but will does too that's exactly what it was <laughs>
2: oh my gosh an lol surprise (laughs) that's funny oh I I love the creative aspect of it too though because I feel like that is definitely a piece of my life that I am sorely missing I used to scrapbook and um I I do still do that when I when I have time when when the semester when you cross
0: stitch look me in the eye right now
2: Tom okay that's in a minute Christmas March (laughs) I I know I
0: know it feels I brought, like
2: February. I brought a tiny human home in February. Okay, <laughs> excuses, excuses. And and if I came on this podcast right now and a student happened to hear it, they'd be like, "What's she doing? Cross stitching and she got papers to grade." <laughs> yeah. Oh, there. Put the needle down, down, students. Listen.
0: Yeah, you've had some.
2: You've had some. You've had some students message, and so. Oh. Anyway, but I do, I do cross stitch. It's just a creative for for me, cross stitching is like kind of mindless. Like I can look at a row and count those and then just do it. Like, but I did, I loved scrapbooking because I felt like it was a creative, like, um, expression of that. So I hadn't ever really thought about, um. Eli likes to doodle and draw, but, um, the fact that just our kids need that too, I think, especially right now when everything else is so weird. So I love, I love that, that you were mom and your daughter into something that she, you know, um, but that, that recognizing that need, I guess is what I was saying.
1: Right. I, we, we recently took a ceramics class together. I would love to do pottery, um, as an extension of Ruby Ray at some point. Um, Mm -hmm. And actually she's better at ceramics than I am.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's like, mom, stay in your lane. I you know. know. Yeah. You go make some <laughs> earrings, mom. I'm going to make yeah. these these uh, yeah. tumblers over here. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's right. No, no big. I love yeah. it. I love it. But I love It's something that you can do together too, that you're both enjoying and just that creative creative outlet. So yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Okay. So tell us about the name. Because there's a lot of questions about this. You, in fact, are not Ruby or Ray. <laughs> I'm
1: not Ruby. Um, so sometimes, I told you this yesterday, sometimes people mistakenly call me Ruby um, in DMs.
0: <laughs> Hi, Ruby. <Brave. laughs>
1: I never, I love it um, because I loved my mama. All. So Ruby was my mama's name. I love um, it. Ray is my daughter's middle name. Okay. And, um. I, so, My mama was Ruby May, Mm -hmm. and my daughter's middle name comes from her daddy, but Mm -hmm. I love that they go together. So Mm -hmm. um, my grandmother was, by the time I came along, she was married to my papa, and she had four kids. Mm -hmm. But when my mom and my aunt were growing up, she was married to their dad and then abandoned by him. Um, and she sent my mom and my aunt to live with her sister so that she could go to beautician school because she needed some way to feed these kids. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's all up to me now. Um, and she wasn't a beautician. Like by the time I was born, what I remember about what my mom all did was that she worked in a factory that made cardboard boxes and displays for like grocery stores and stuff. Um, So I never knew that she cut hair. And until I was a teenager, I didn't know that my papa was not my mom's dad. Like Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. he
1: just, by the time he came along and they had two more kids together, she was a kept woman. She didn't go to the grocery store. She didn't pump her own gas. (laughs)
2: Living her best life. Yeah. yeah, What's that that like?
1: (laughs) I have a picture. They took me to Disney world one year. Um, and my uncle Larry came and, um, I always tell a story about my uncle Larry. He, oh, this is a bad word. Um, he told Thera me, like a- he told me in the first grade, there was a kid on the playground who kept pulling my hair and he told me to go to school and tell this child that I was going to stomp a mud hole in his behind, except pond I- <laughs> and walk and yeah. dry. And so I did. Yeah. Um, but that yeah. took me to Disney World one year. Man, this is the late 90s. I think before people wore matching clothes to Disney World, or maybe they oh, did it with just mm.
0: two Gosh, I miss those times. Uh-huh.
1: So my mama bought me and her matching t shirts that say, I don't need your attitude. I've got my own.
0: Shut up. Shut <laughs> up.
1: We you mean, mean,
2: a- I, I like think I need a way. Ruby Ray Designs t shirt I mean, line. That might be prophetic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I,
1: would you say nine? (laughs) No, um, but I told my kid yesterday, um, I found a picture of my great grandmother, which was Ruby's mom. And her name was Sue May. And I said to her, "Um, you think that you got your sassiness from me, but really this is where it came from. (laughs) This lady hauled off and smacked somebody in the nursing home when they stole her seat
0: <laughs> I appreciate that I appreciate that I do I appreciate it yeah listen you're you're fortunate because Ruby May Ruby Ray is like a really like sweet and southern name and while my grandma too it sounds like we have a very similar relationships with our grandmas um she was like my best friend and everything and if I did a um earring business it would have to be called Bertha Melt and I feel like that's attracting a different crowd. So. And that's that's different. It's different for me. I feel like it's different. I don't want it.
2: I had I had yeah. Mildred on is that didn't quite have the same name. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 So, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's awesome my my mom's grandma her name was it was she had two grand you know obviously y'all my mom had two grandmas (laughs) like like (laughs) breaking news uh no but it was um minerva so let that marinate and then uh fluorine so it's kind of like manure and fluoride it's not great but you know so i think ruby ray you were meant to Yep. Uh, yeah. I think that is I think that a, definite,
2: was... a better ring than any of the other options we've come up with uh-huh. so far. So yeah. yeah. Well done yeah. with your branding. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And my other grandmother, her name's Betty Ray, which that's very close, but we just went with the name in our dog Betty. So now it feels taken. So yeah, her name
2: is taken. Oh yeah. my goodness. Uh, I love it. Okay. So tell us about you mentioned that you you wouldn't recommend ordering your clay from Amazon. (laughs) So tell us about the process of working with, is it polymer clay? Is that what the type of clay it is? Okay. Tell us about what that looks like for you. Like, um, we'll get into design inspiration and some of that, but the actual process, what does it look like when you make a pair of earrings?
1: it took me way too long to realize that nobody who is serious about their craft uses Sculpey three. So if you're interested oh, in, there you go. In, in making earrings or anything else, stay away from that. Um, and so there are a couple of different brands that people like. I really like Sculpey Primo, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but other makers really like Sculpe, Sculpey Souffle because it has a matte finish Um, Mm -hmm. It comes in bars. I sort of compare it to Play-Doh. It looks a lot Mm -hmm. like Play-Doh. And then when Mm -hmm. you bake it, it cures. Um, And it becomes, you know, something that you could wear. Um, Yeah, I ordered my first supplies off of Amazon. And those first earrings looked like I made them in my kitchen. I mean.
2: (laughs) (laughs) In your easy bake oven. Yeah. (laughs) So do you bake it? You actually bake? The earrings in your you at your just regular oven. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um yes, you bake them and it cures in the oven when mm-hmm. you bake it at the right temperature and for the right amount of time. And then it's flexible. Like, well, your listeners won't be able to see this, but it be mm-hmm. what? so
0: that's really cool. Yeah. 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 Well, and how long does it take you like from obviously put design aside? Because I know for me sometimes like that's, you know, that's, that's a whole different process, but from start to finish, like you, you open up your package of clay to you're delivering your ear- earrings to one of your, um, retailers.
1: Serious business owners would hate this answer. I don't know. So, I don't well, know. you know
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, Christina. Will ask me who, all the time. Guess oh, who says, we're how interviewing. Like, Have you used-? Yeah. Serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, you know, but it's like that,
1: it. yeah. It is more like, oh, I have an idea and I have got to get this out or it's going to drive me crazy. Um, yeah. And so I'll sit down and execute it. And that might lead to, oh, I have another idea and I need to just use this up um, while I'm Ooh. sitting here. So yeah. before, you know, before pandemic school, back in the old yeah. days, I would make a hundred pairs of earrings a week. I could make okay. 25 pairs in a day and, and not be like slaving. Um, yes, and, and that kept my stock up really good. hundred pairs a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was still, you know, three days off of work.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. That's good. I mean, that that's good. Yeah. Will ask me all the time, like whenever I'm dealing, he's like, no, how many, I'm like, just, just let me figure this out. Like, I don't. what I got this <laughs> yeah what yeah This don't not, ask those questions so yeah uh, no. oh my gosh uh, okay well tell
2: us about like you mentioned that your daughter loves to do the leopard print but tell us about your design inspiration um, because you have some unusual shapes and you have um, some really cool color combinations um I saw a pair I think it was a few weeks ago that had like the black with the um the I guess that's you call that a jump ring that's attached and has like the dangly so tell us how you get your inspiration both color shape like where where does that come from do you dream it all up do you look in magazines what do you do
0: which let me say this real quick something let me tell you this something I love about Christina is one of the many is she is a girl's girl and she is a supporter of women. Mm -hmm. And I have seen her post multiple times in just the nicest way. And in the most Christina way, but like, if you're sending me an inspiration photo of an earring buy that earring from that maker, like, I don't want to copy someone's work because guess what? She doesn't want her work copied, but that's Mm -hmm. something I love because it's like, no, I'm not trying to just replicate. Like I'm trying to do something different. Okay, now I'll let you go. So.
1: That's true. <laughs> that doesn't happen to me as much anymore. Um, yeah, and I don't well, know I think
0: you you've made,
2: made your, your point clear.
1: clear. <laughs> enough people have heard me say it. Uh,
2: <laughs> Sassy Starnes has made her point clear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, um, I do go to Pinterest for color palettes. I have a board of just color palettes. Um, and I may not replicate that exactly, but sometimes I'm just like, I mean, I have this idea in my head of something that's an ombre blue, but I don't really know how to execute it. And so I'll go to Pinterest and I'll look around and poke around at some color palettes. In the wintertime, I had a bunch of um, geo art prints. They weren't prints. Like, I don't know, just graphics or art pinned on Pinterest. And, um, I did like my own riff on geo art in earrings and mm-hmm. I loved them so much, yeah. but I think that they look very winter. Um, and so I've sort of moved out of that. I don't know something about the gold with the rich tones just seems winter to me. Whereas like, I'm into fruit now. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm in a big fruit phase. <laughs> Give me yeah, all the yeah. fruits. <laughs> yeah.
2: So
1: um, I have a lot of what I call happy accidents. I have something in my head and it turns into something entirely different.
2: I love that. Um,
1: the ones that you're talking about, Laura, the black with the colorful dagles on them, that was a happy accident. That was supposed to be like a rainbow looking leopard print. Um, and I know what I did wrong in the process now, but it did not look like leopard print. <laughs>
2: It's so, so uh, yeah, cute.
1: It's, I really I, the that. the half moon was one that I was, Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. They're super cute. I really, I, if those, if you happen to have an extra pair of those, when you ship my baseballs, you know, just. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. you got it. You got it. Do you do look, custom look, orders or just for Laura? I do take
1: <laughs> <I do laughs> custom orders. Um, I shut them off in like December. I was like, y'all, I can't take any custom orders until after the Mm -hmm. holidays are over. Um and I do take custom orders, but lately I've been doing private shopping events on Facebook. Um and I I originally started with like just a friend and then one of her friends wanted to host. And um so I don't get requests for custom orders as often because Mm -hmm. it's like the a whole bunch at one time. And pay one check. How does someone
0: join? It was a very exclusive club, your private shopping <laughs> event.
1: Well, that's the thing. I guess the cat's out of the back. Now, I was going to um, put out a like an end story. Like, if you want to join this week's party, which is tomorrow on Thursday, um, send me a DM and I'll give <laughs> you the link. Can
0: this count as my DM? Can yes, you just text me? Yes, the- of okay
1: regulars i have people who are like don't even ask me just invite just me. add me yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I might
2: yeah. Be, just do that just do that okay, okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah i have a party about every two weeks because that's generally the cycle of my creative process and by by the end of two weeks i've totally moved on to something else like i've gotten inspired by something else and everything is right so now. fruits are about
0: to move out yeah we're about to in yeah. yeah. vegetables yeah.
1: Think, okay, which, can we time out for just a stop.
2: second? <laughs> celery stuff. I want some broccoli earrings. Can we time out for just a second? Because what you just said makes me think you're a seven, but you're not a seven on the Enneagram. Not. <laughs> no. Not even close. A four.
1: You're a four. A four. Three wing. I mean, maybe the three wing explains it. I don't
2: know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you just yeah. said that, I was like, that was a very seven thing to say, Christine. <laughs> you're pretty. Yeah. That's Yeah. Yeah, but just, you just like, maybe being,
0: you have, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, maybe it's just that you, you're, you're tired of being that
2: individual and now you need to be a new individual. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's funny. I was just going to say your, cre- the create, your creative side. And then the fact that you, you know, you're like, I'm done with that. And now we're moving on. And um, that feel that, that's, that seems very seven-ish, but you're not, you're a four.
1: I am a four, and it seems. I mean, it's a lot more sustainable to be creative in that way, especially when I am like distributing it to other people, than it is Mm to be creative with fashion in my own closet. I mean, I don't want to be
0: constantly sure Mm -hmm.
1: contributing to that
0: sort of Mm -hmm. consumerism. Yeah. So So tell us, because your your main client base is retail, and you sell direct to. Uh, like to resell. So how did you kind of get in that market?
1: Oh, here's the secret. My dad is a is a boutique wholesaler.
2: Oh, um, wow. I love it.
1: And, yeah, nice. So I always say that I've benefited from some degree of nepotism. I mean, he got me my first meetings. That's awesome. Um, there, love- there are others that I have gotten all by myself. Um but he definitely got me in, my foot in the door. Um and so like when people ask
0: me, well, how do I do wholesale or um? I'm like, You're like, what's your dad do? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but, my dad um, sold coffee, so that's not really going to help me.
2: <laughs> when yeah. My dad was an appraiser. That, um, there you go. You,
0: know, you want a good appraisal on your business? Yeah, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. not nothing <laughs> <laughs> 100% sure.
2: for sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 Well, and I this. tell my students all the time, especially in my personal selling class that getting your foot in the door is 90% of who, you know, and then once you're in the door, then it's up to you to keep your, your whole body inside the door, you know, like yeah. you, there's, there's some, yeah. 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 <laughs> to, to keep it, um, to stay in there, lay in down moment. on the floor yeah yeah, yeah. so good. um I I'm Even all about using time, content
1: I always want to make sure that maybe I'm the person that somebody else knows at some point
2: I love
0: that mm-hmm. I don't
1: yeah. want to get in and close the door behind me mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't I I want to I'm going to stay in my own lane and I mm-hmm. want everybody else to find their own lane too but mm-hmm. I'm like I really am a girls' girl. I don't trust yeah. women who say they don't like other women. hmm hmm
2: Okay. So can that. we? This is I mean this is a rabbit. So when we were talking about this week, like Monday was International Women's Day, and that's that's how we how why why you came to mind as far as trying to to um, talk with you this week during this this celebration So Monday, March eighth was um, International Women's Day, um, and this year's. Uh, theme was choose to challenge which I love um, because we've seen a lot of things you know happen over the last year where women have really stepped up and and really challenged some um some stereotypes and some mm-hmm. broken through some ceilings and some glass ceilings in some big ways. But I love this day that it's just a celebration of what women have done, what they're doing. And my favorite part is what's to come, like what they're going to do. Um, and, and I think that kind of plays into what exactly what you just said about, you know, being the one to open the door, but then not closing it behind you. So, um, so thank you for being, being that woman for so many other others mm-hmm. too. Aww. Um and I think that I not only in your business, but I think that also speaks to what you're doing um with the Guardian at litem too, is that you're you're doing that for so many kids um or for kids that that may not have the opportunities to push those doors open or to get that foot in the door. Um, mm-hmm. And you're being that bridge for them. So
1: I hope that's true. I think so yeah. yeah. On Valentine's Day, this is also a little bit of a rabbit. Last year on Valentine's Day, I had thrown out my back. I had gone to an emergency chiropractor because I had a full day of Guardian Ad Litem stuff, and um, he had told me to get some Biofreeze. And so I went to Target while I was out that day to get some Biofreeze, and I ran into this woman that I used to know. I used to be a volunteer coordinator in a women's shelter,
0: and of course, you I- did.
1: <laughs> good
0: lord i need to go get my life right
1: she was i remember she was like the first woman that i met when i was new and i had never done this before um and i remember that we stood side by side at the kitchen sink and washed dishes after dinner was over on that first night that i was there and um I had asked her like about her life and she was a little, I learned like as I went on that they're always a little bit closed off at first. And also because maybe I was asking questions that were a little intrusive and I didn't make that mistake again, but Mm -hmm. um, we became, we sort of had a relationship. And so now every time I see her out, like, like, Oh, how are you doing? So on that Valentine's day, it was a long day. It was a rough emotional day. And I was also in pain. And I run into her in Target and she pulls out her phone and she goes, well, let me show you my boys whom I remember being like children. And now Mm -hmm. they're men. Um, Mm -hmm. And she's just, she lives on her own and she provides for herself because a lot of women find themselves in that situation because of domestic violence. They've left,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes, or they've been abandoned like my mama and they just have to figure it out. Um, Mm -hmm. And so... When I think about the kids on my cases, I just want more than anything for them to see an example of, of what they, their families could look like later.
2: Mm-hmm. I Even love that. With,
1: with all of the trauma that they endure, like maybe an idea of what life could look like is enough to break. I love mm-hmm.
2: that. And what it, yeah. what an amazing example you're setting for your daughter too, um, you know, for her to see you, um, you know, pouring the out, fight. fight for others. Mm-hmm. So I think in awesome. this
0: world we live in, so many of us are just, we're willing to fight for ourselves and some of it, not even that, but it's like, but we forget about those that need fighting for. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, it starts at home and then it spreads, but I love that and I mean and I think you know with the choose to challenge um motto too like you doing um you know your GAL work um you know encouraging others like if that's something that God has kind of pressed on your heart look into it in your state you know do all states have something similar like whether it's a casa or a gal or whatever yeah yeah Yeah. so Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. I mean we're all called to take care of the widows, the orphans, I mean, that it, no, you're not exempt from it. So, <laughs> and not that, not that, you know, the foster children are orphans or what or widows, but it's like, we're all called to, to be the church. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not just a building. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It,
1: yes. I mean, that's, that's what true. I think when I think about how everybody has a role to play. I
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, am not, have not been called to be a foster parent or adopt Um, right now and so Mm -hmm. this is what I can do where I am and I think even if this is not for you or adoption or foster care is not for you you can be supportive um, of a family that is and maybe even become certified to be like respite care for those Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. there's
0: such a need for that I mean for those people to step in and be able to offer those foster parents a weekend away you know so I do mm-hmm. I think that's and I think that's like a pretty not easy but I mean in this scheme of things an easy like training process so yeah
1: mm-hmm. and I think um I, generally like if you have a child in your home for a weekend there's going to be a
0: honeymoon period so you're not going to have maybe the behavior the trauma that you're yeah yes Yes. All of those things that maybe would
1: hold you back from being a full-time foster parent. So you can still serve and maybe you're not equipped for the rest, which is fine. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Know your lane. Again, know your lane. You know? (laughs) For sure. For sure. And stay the heck in it. (laughs) Don't need any
1: swerving. (laughs) Served by you not being where you're supposed to be. Uh,
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's when it's I mean, and not that doing what you're called to is easy. I mean, I think Laura can speak into that right now. I mean, you know, (laughs) it's like being called to things is hard. I mean, and especially when you because you're stepping into the uncomfortable, but it's God honoring and that's Mm -hmm. what matters. So, and it let that kind of pull you through the dark.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm Right. Don't ask what you're not prepared to carry out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's like when laura gets to see the heart of you know trauma and stuff of adoption but she also gets to see the beautiful and to get to be a part of the miracle like people i mean that's what people long for to be a part of a miracle and she's you know targeting to live it so
1: yes oh meanwhile i'm
0: over here with nothing
1: so invested when you're in india <laughs> And oh, I told like, her I was like
2: I
0: was like Christina she's like I was so invested while y'all are in India I was like I told her I was like Christina was like sobbing like it was
2: so sweet and stuff yeah, yeah. um she's she is uh she's a gift that's for sure she's she's, she's, Miss she's sassy a gift walton. keeps on giving right now <laughs> yeah.
0: we need her a sassy walton shirt yeah. <laughs> until, until about
2: 7 30 at night she's giving it full yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, she's yeah. i'll tell you what that girl is resilient and strong and she strong-willed is. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> she also known as she's laura <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I know
2: She's, oh, God. she is something. Um. But yeah, I, I, this has been so fun to hear about um, just what you're doing and the inspiration behind it. But we have a big question and this is important because I know what's going to happen is people are going to go follow your page and then they're going to be like, I need all these things in my life. So yeah, how do they get all these things in their life, Christina? How do they order? Oh, it's really complicated.
1: It is so complicated. <laughs> Um, I mean, hey, you know what? If any of you new people want to be like a virtual assistant, I have dollars um to pay. <laughs> I, like <it. laughs> I like it. I
0: like it. Real cash dollars.
1: Yes. Um yeah. I really struggle with this part. So I do primarily work with other locally owned retailers and all of the people that I work with are women. Um mm-hmm. and that's my favorite part. But I do sell directly my designs that I post on Instagram. Um I will sell them as long as they're in my possession. Once, I, once they're available at a retailer, then I will direct you to them to purchase. Um, so you can like claim something in the comments. If you're watching my stories and you see something that you like, you can just claim it out of there. Um, I am working on ideas for how to, translate a private shopping event to Instagram because a lot of people are not on Facebook because it's a dumpster fire Um, uh, yeah it is (laughs) I am gonna be in a subscription box in April I will get the link very cool
2: that is amazing Uh, that's awesome which one can you tell us
1: um it's from a florist out of Boston um and it's hosted her subscription box is hosted by crate joy um,
0: I've heard only, of Crayjoy, yeah. Yeah,
1: so she only puts things in her box from U.S. woman-owned businesses. I love okay. it.
0: Okay, that yeah. is so. We awesome. need that uh, link when you get it. We need a link <laughs> when you get it. I love yes. it.
1: And she's a florist, so you get fresh flowers in your subscription uh, box from her.
0: I like it. So I like it. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh,
1: I'm working on some things is all I'm going to say and you should get over there and follow me because I'm going to do a big giveaway when I went when I get to a thousand followers um who don't hear my sassy mouth and then unfollow. <laughs> Listen,
0: so that's the other thing you're going to get earrings with a side of sass and you're going to enjoy it so right. yeah
1: you know, like yeah it.
0: <laughs> yeah you are yeah I love and, it and you know what if you don't the mature thing to do is just you can always just skip to the next story you don't have to unfollow so because if if you unfollow around earrings
2: earrings
0: (laughs) exactly exactly
1: i have only ever gotten one nasty gram in my dms don't send me nasty grams like
0: don't send anybody nasty grams
1: the entire internet is your playground if you want to be nasty (laughs) go somewhere else bye girl yeah
0: (laughs) bye (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, see, she says, oh. but that's the case. Like whenever I see that like influencers share like mean comments from people, I'm like, I just would never ever think to send something like that to someone. And it's always, you click on their profile and it's like, Jesus lover, mama three, her mama. And it's like, this looks bad. <laughs> like Jesus, you think Jesus wants you to tell that girl you don't like her teeth? Like, no, he doesn't. He made her teeth. Like it's so, Yeah.
1: He doesn't
0: need a PR person, especially not a Mm -mm. one. No, amen, amen, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Jesus, something that is very um, just uh, front and center, I would say if you ever post pictures of yourself, is your girl at the well, so Tina, (laughs) uh, on your arm. Christina is this sweet little Southern sassy mom, and she's got like quite the (laughs) sleeve. Like, so uh, the tattoo sleeve that is. (laughs) So tell us real quick, why, why, Fatina, why, why did you choose her?
1: Um, There's a story about her, about her life um, after she met Jesus at the well. And it's that she evangelized her entire community in modern day Syria um, and came under, like, got the attention of Emperor Nero, who had her brought before him. Um, and she was told that she had to make sacrifices to the Roman gods or they were going to kill her and she refused and so he and his he had his soldiers do a lot of terrible things to her Um, just really gross torturous stuff and then they threw her in a well she survived and then they brought her up three days later after they had like peeled the skin from her body and he was like well you know do you want to play ball now and she spit in his face and I feel like
0: she's your soul sister (laughs) (laughs) she's
2: She's your great 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 grandma (laughs) it it was almost patina ray design i
1: mean even before story i have not been married a bunch of times but um i there was a time if you had
0: you would have had to have gotten married at 14 so
1: (laughs) Right, right I was raised in church. Oh, my gosh, y'all, we're going to need another episode. I was raised in church, (laughs) but I didn't believe a word of it. Um, I was like, I always said that I was a closet atheist, which I think triggers some people who really love Jesus. Um, I, I think that nobody ever represented Jesus at the well to me. So mm. even before I knew that this Samaritan woman at the well was later named Saint Fatina, I identified so much with like, "You don't belong, and yet you're mine."
0: Oh, I like Some that. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll have you on our church hurt part two episode because <laughs> you know what? That episode super popular because <laughs> a lot of people have church hurt. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. People aren't representing jesus you know and that's everywhere and that's all we're called to do love like him you know treat others like him and i mean that's my prayer for my kids all the time is that people would see them with the eyes of jesus and that they would see others the way jesus sees them look past you know whatever it is and see them the way that jesus wants them to see them and i I have to pray that for myself a lot too so Mm. Mm -hmm. but just meeting people where they are. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, I love that what she means to you and what Jesus did through her, that is impacting generations upon generations upon generations, you know? So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's amazing. Let us
2: all, let us all be the woman at the well and evangelize our whole community with the same spunk and fire. (laughs) minus the skin
0: minus the skin yeah. falling off. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that's what he calls
2: us too. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Oh uh, this has been yeah. amazing. Christina, thank you been. so much for making time and and let's just say we'll we'll just we'll throw ourselves under the bus or I'll throw us under the bus or whatever. This is very last minute. And Christina graciously agreed. Um, John and I kind of had a panic moment. We were like, Oh, it's episode week. This, this every other week is, has been hard for us to get mm-hmm. our, our every other uh, lives together. So um, mm-hmm. thank you so much for, for being so gracious and um, willing to jump in and um, do this with us today. And you had been on our list like
0: from the get-go so it was an easy decision and then she's like okay if she can't do it then we'll we'll see if jeff can and so yeah and jeff so, i mean she you were was like, first don't the tell Fino. him
2: that he'll never listen to this episode so he won't know he was second choice but
1: <laughs> he was our backup plan
2: yeah
0: but now we said we were <laughs> like here as
1: tribute to be your <laughs> uh, this is so much fun like pandemic yeah. schooling and not uh-huh. seeing my friends which Two of my friends have been vaccinated and I'm still within my three months of immunity from having been sick in January. So as long as none of us have the variants, like we won't kill each other when we get together. this weekend.
0: That's <laughs> exciting. That's very exciting. I love yes. it. I love it. That is That's a, so a positive out. The things that you didn't think you'd be saying, you know, know. a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. This was so that much fun. So- I adore you. I adore your, I your heart and your, and your sassy mouth. I love it. So. I
1: love both but- of you yes yeah, thank you so much for letting us be a part of your adoption and your journey in oh. India. Yeah, I really did meet that that week oh <laughs> she did
0: she yeah I'm telling you I you missed it she was on a roll she had had a really hard week it, it was so
2: hard it was so hard to keep up with everything while I was there why and, um <laughs> thankfully I never really fully adjusted my body never really got on India time so when I came home like I the adjustment back was much easier Um, and I did have some nights where I was up late like trying to catch up and scroll through but I know I missed so much people say things and they look at me like I should know and I'm like (laughs) <laughs> that must have happened while we were gone. I'm um, <laughs> so sorry. Which is the bad yeah. thing about Insta stories is they're all gone now. So um, yeah.
1: anyway.
0: But she did. Yeah. She was a huge, I mean, she would just, I think Anaya for a lot of us, myself included, is an answered prayer, obviously. And just a reminder that God is for us and we're we're all called to, to you know, go after God go after each other for him. So mm-hmm. it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's
2: she's she's beloved. That,
1: that week on my case. Like I knew that it wasn't gonna turn out how I wanted it to. Um, but just like having Anaya finally mm-hmm. come home it's like God really does <laughs> see.
2: Yeah, yeah. He does. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. He does. He does. He does. Oh, there's so many things, like I said, I wish, I wish I could keep up, could have kept up better there, but also that I could keep it. I realized I'm not taking pictures very often because we're just kind of in survival mode right now. And, um, I, I I need to do better with that. Um, because I will look back on these first few weeks and be like, huh? Yeah. Not yeah. a lot of pictures, sister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's okay. It's okay. We'll draw some. How <laughs> yeah. about yeah, yeah? I'll keep yeah. all of our artwork. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, thanks so much for making time for us today, yeah. and we will definitely we'll try to do this again soon. Yes. Yes. Church chart part two. Welcome yes. back, <laughs> Christina Stars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, love we it. love you. Sh- we are going to share, share, share. Okay, you. love you guys.
2: Okay, bye. 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 Ah. I know. <laughs> what a fun conversation. That was so good for my heart just to hear more about Christina and about what she's doing with Ruby Ray. And uh, I hope that you'll go find her on Instagram. It's Ruby. R-U-B-Y-R-A-Y-E Ray, designs. Um on Instagram and on Facebook so you can follow her there and like her page on Facebook and maybe get yourself invited to one of these fun events. We are so thankful that she was willing to jump on with us today and um, also just the the timing of it was perfect with the International Women's Day being earlier this week. So thanks for being with us. We'll be back in a couple of weeks and Jeff and I will be discussing adoption from dad's perspective um so be sure to join us then y'all have a great week settle down girls